Hello there, and thanks for joining me on the podcast today. Enabling, being an enabler, that's my topic. You know, all of us know what enabling is. We've all done it. We've all lived that life. But most of us come to a point where we stop enabling the inappropriate and irresponsible behavior of another person, usually a family member. Let's take a look at the issue of enabling. My prediction is this, that if we stop enabling, all of us, no one enables anymore. We just eliminate that behavior pattern among all of us. We don't enable other people. The rate of addiction would go down at least one half. The rate of inappropriate behavior by teenagers would go down at least one half. School failure would go down at least one half. You see, enabling is a action on the part of somebody who loves another person and desires to protect. Now, they have good intentions and so on, but they desire to protect that other person. And as a result, they add to and they develop and they encourage and they strengthen the inappropriate behavior such as addiction and criminal behavior and irresponsible school behavior, school failure, you know, and so on. An enabler is someone who overlooks the root of the addiction, overlooks the root of school failure, overlooks the root of irresponsible social behavior on the part of a teenager. That's what an enabler is. And secondly, an enabler is one who makes excuses then for the person who is inappropriate in consumption of drugs, inappropriate in school behavior, inappropriate in study behavior, homework behavior, inappropriate in social behavior. An enabler is one who overlooks the root of the addiction and also makes an excuse for the person who is inappropriate and behaves inappropriately. Now, they may have good intentions. They may do it out of love. They may do it out of concern. They may do it out of trying to protect a person from the uh, consequences of their own behavior. But nonetheless, they add to the problem rather than take away from the problem or protect the problem or eliminate the problem. Consequences are natural. Consequences occur in life. And the enabler is the one that stands between the person who is inappropriate and the consequence. Protects that person who is addicted from the consequence. Protect the child for inappropriate school behavior from that consequence. Might be a school failure. That may be the consequence. Repeating a grade. There are mothers who just would not allow that. And they enable their child continuing on another year of moderate or marginal or failed school behavior when they're really capable of much better than that. See, that's what enabling is all about. They do it out of shame. They don't want to be seen as their child having social problems or academic problems. They don't want to be seen as their husband or their wife having addiction problems. So they lie. They make up excuses. It's like the woman who calls the boss in the morning and say, my husband can't come to work today, he's got a migraine, when in fact he's got a hangover from a drunken binge the day before. See, it's a lie. Enabling is a life of lying. It's a life of being creative in trying to uh, protect a loved one from the consequences of life, the natural consequences that occur in life. An enabler is one who doesn't want to give the consequences themselves do not want to melt out the consequences to their husband or to their child. They want to protect their kids from having any kind of uh, consequence that would be unpleasant. So enabling is the, is the person who actually facilitates addiction, who actually facilitates school failure, facilitates school social 
inappropriate behavior, community social inappropriate behavior, and so on. So that's my prediction. If we take the enabler out of the end formula, take the enabler, the enabler away, stop enabling, there will be at least a 50% improvement in the behavior patterns of the addicted individual, the school irresponsible kid, the social irresponsible kid, and so on. Now, here's three things that a neighbor has to remember and identify with and really believe and follow. The enabler does not cause the problem. The problem is already there. The problem is within the individual. It's within the behavior patterns that that individual has learned over time. Learned to drink under certain occasions. Learned to lie under certain occasions. Learned to avoid reality under certain occasions. See, people learn to have problems and to live a life of problems. So the enabler has never caused the problem, okay? Now the enabler facilitates it. The enabler allows the problem to continue. The enabler allows the problem to go on unaddressed, uncontrolled, uh, unmanaged. Okay, here's number two. The enabler cannot control it either. The enabler cannot control the addiction, cannot control the inappropriate behavior of their kids. The enabler is, is, cannot do it because an enabler is one who facilitates the inappropriate behavior, makes excuses for it. And you don't control it that way. You don't manage it. You don't reduce it. You don't eliminate it that way. In fact, you get more of it. And then thirdly, enabler cannot cure the addiction of their loved one, the inappropriate behavior of their loved ones. They can't cure it. That's within the capabilities of the addicted individual, the irresponsible kid. They have to cure their own problem. They have to use resources beyond the home to help cure that behavior. But enabler can't cure it. You can't cause it. You can't control it. And you can't cure it, you see? What are some of the ways that a, an enabler can stop enabling? If you're an enabler out there, how do you stop it? You realize that you're just uh, adding to the problem. You're just adding to its longevity. You're adding to its strength. So it'll happen more and more and more in the future. The addiction only gets worse. Socially irresponsible behavior only gets worse. School failure only gets worse. Lying only gets worse. So how do you stop? the enabling process so these kind of behavior patterns don't get worse well first of all you have to stop and refuse to help the addicted individual financially you have to not you don't pay their bills for the kid who's irresponsible and racks up a bill you don't pay it for him he has to pay it himself take out a loan and then pay off the loan if he gets a fine from the court you don't pay it if the addicted individual runs up a bill at the liquor store you don't pay it in other words an enabler has to stop paying for the bad behavior of their loved ones, the inappropriate behavior of their loved ones. We've got to stop there. You can't, you, you cannot be a finance person for the inappropriate behavior of your loved ones. You can't finance it. Stop it. Take money and put it into a different jar. Put money into a different envelope. Put money into a different bank account. Put money into a different savings account. Take your money and protect it. Put it aside. And don't use it to facilitate an addictive behavior, a socially inappropriate behavior. Number two is stop covering up. You know, allow the, the addict, allow the addicted person to see the effects of their addiction. Allow a kid to see the effects of their school failure. Allow a kid to see the effects of the failure to do homework. And side with the teacher and get the teacher to say, if you don't get the homework in, you fail. If you don't get your homework in, you go down another grade. You can't compete at this level. 
get schools to stop enabling. Schools are great enablers. They just pass along some of these kids from one year to the next, even though they have not performed, even though they have not done their homework, they have not uh, managed their academic behavior in the classroom. Schools just pass them along. So the old question is, why should I try? Why should I do it? I don't, why should I do something I don't want to do and something I don't like doing? It's because there's an enabler to make the excuse for them. So enablers, stop making the excuse. Do not cover up. Do not lie for them. Do not make up excuses. Do not make up stories to cover up the inappropriate behavior of someone else, usually a loved one. Here's the other piece of advice for enablers. Protect your family. Protect your family. Do not put you, yourself, and your family in a situation where you are in danger. You see? You're in danger of going bankrupt. You're in danger of not being able to pay your bills. You're in danger of being kicked out of your apartment. Being in danger of having your house taken from you. In danger of having the car repossessed. Stop protecting the addict, the inappropriate person in the behavior in, in the family, and protect yourself and protect your family that are doing right and they're doing good. That's how you protect your family. If an addict loses his money and spends it inappropriately and can't pay the bill for his car, he loses his car and let it go. No, sure, you don't like it either. It, does, it affects you. But at the same time, that's the, that's the consequences of his behavior. If he loses his job, he loses his job, and you're going to have to find other ways to protect yourself. So the enabler has to go, think it through in terms of how can I protect myself first? How can I protect my kids first? How can I make sure that I have stability, that I have financial stability? Put away money. Set up your own bank account. Hide money if you have to, but make sure that you have access to money that your addicted husband does not have access to. Same thing with your kids. Make sure you have money for yourself, and you don't give it to kids who are irresponsible. If you know your kid is using money for drugs, you never give that kid a dollar. Never give that kid $10. Never give that kid $20, $5. That money's going to go for drugs. You don't do that. Once you know that your kid is being irresponsible financially, you stop supporting them financially. Okay? And support the part of the family that's responsible and that's diligent and doing what is right. Here's number four. Get help as an enabler. Get help. Go to a counselor that can help you be a good enabler no longer. <laughs> no longer can you be a good enabler. Get a counselor that will help you stop your enabling behavior and start behavior pattern that's responsible on your part so you can help your family member become responsible and proper in their behavior and family friendly. Okay? So get a counselor that will help you. You've got to stop enabling. And that's what you have to go for and say, I, I'm coming here to help, to ask for your help to stop me from enabling my husband from being a drug addict. From stop being, I want to stop my kid from being irresponsible in school. I want to stop my kid being a failure in school. I want to stop my kid being a social failure in the community. I want to stop that. So help me no longer be an enabler. That's why you go to counseling. And as a parent, you might also join a social group, you might join a church. You might have social friends that will help you no longer be an enabler. Surround yourself with people who know what this is all about and will help you stop enabling. Go to celebrate recovery in the community in which you live. 
Look for Celebrate Recovery, the closest group near you. They will help you become a better non-addicted family member, a non-enabling family member. They'll help you. And here's number six. Join Al-Anon. Al-Anon is an AA group for spouses of addicts. And what they are designed to do is to support you during the addiction and help you stop being an enabler. So that's why they're there. They're in your community. There are Al-Anon programs. Look them up and go to one and learn how to stop being an enabler, not only of your addicted husband, but of your irresponsible children, your irresponsible teenager. And when you do that, your family life will become strengthened and become wholesome and become functional, and your kids will become successful and achievement-oriented once again. Hey, thanks for joining me. And uh, this is an important topic, as being an enabler. So get my book from my website, www.booksbyhedberg.com. The book is Dr. Teach Me to Parent. You know, and there's another book in there that might be of also help to you. Pick up both of them. Lessons from My Father. There's a whole host, 77 lessons in there, that fathers have taught their children. And we can learn from those fathers the lessons they have taught their children and the lessons that their kids have learned from their fathers. So, a great book. And parents love that book, Lessons from My Father. It helps them think through what they're doing and how they can be of most positive help to their kids. So, bye for now.